0: a sponsored program paid for by first alliance credit union welcome to good money moves featuring jenna Tobel from first alliance credit union and andy brownell here's andy brownell on rochester's news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm good morning it's time for good money moves on news talk
1: 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm i'm andy brownell and i'm joined by jenna tobble with first alliance credit union good morning jenna
2: Good morning, Andy.
1: Well, last time on Good Money Moves, we talked about the seven stages of financial independence. What important money topic are we going to cover today?
2: Well, since it is Halloween time... I thought it would be really good for us to talk about facing your financial fears.
1: Fears. Okay. (laughs) Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, money related fear really impacts a lot of um, adults in different age groups and it really doesn't even matter what your income level is. It doesn't. Right. Um, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but I, in a, 2017 survey by the American Psychological Association, they found that money concerns has been a top stressor for over 10 years.
1: Uh, Perfectly believable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think it's probably been longer than that, but I think that's just how long they've been doing the surveys. So somewhere around 62% of Americans have reported that money is a source of stress and anxiety in their home, which is... Anxiety that stems from money can have significant effects on both your mental and physical well-being, right? I mean, stress of any kind can, but, you know, when we look at financial stress specifically, you know, it can really negatively impact your relationships, which we've talked about before on this show. Um, It can, because it can really create a a major source of conflict. Um, We talked about that back in, I want to say in May, episode 96, we kind of covered how to have some of those scary money conversations with your significant other. So
1: scary, but important.
2: Right, exactly. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, along with it, you know, creating stress and anxiety, your financial fears might even be holding you back and keeping you feeling broke all the time. So I I mean, ignoring these fears is not going to make them go away. You really do have to face them. Um, And fortunately, most financial fears can be mitigated through some planning and goal setting.
1: So, I had somebody recently say to me that if it's a problem that can be fixed with money or involves money, um, it maybe should not be so ranked high in your list because there are a lot more uh, important things to actually be worried about. I, you know, that sounds yeah. glib, but if you actually think about it, yeah, and the overall scheme of things, it, it rings true.
2: Yeah. Oh, I yeah, I get that. I I agree. I don't disagree at all.
1: So, uh, let's talk about some of the more common fears.
2: Yeah. How
1: about money. Yeah. Better be specific.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm afraid Halloween, of spiders. I, yeah, <laughs> so,
1: I've got, the, I've got the, you know, the uh, monster under the bed thing still, so. Oh, there. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the most common financial fears are not so coincidentally, topics we've covered in depth on this show before. Um, I would say that the number one fear for most Americans is never getting out of debt, Sure. right? Um, As a whole, Americans have nearly $12 trillion in debt with the average American household carrying over $15,000 in credit card debt alone and about $134,000 in total debts. And I'm not sure if that number includes mortgage debt or not. I don't think it does. Oh my gosh. Um, That's student yeah.
1: loans and other things.
2: Yeah. Yep. Cars. Cars. Yeah. Cars. Yeah, who knows, um, medical debts probably, all that kind of stuff probably gets lumped in there. So, I mean, and then you mix that with the fact that only about one third of Americans maintain some kind of household budget. It's really not a mystery as to why this would be a top fear for people. Um, debt can really make it feel like your financial situation is out of, control, out of control and really does cause a lot of stress and anxiety for people. So,
1: and, those, and those numbers kind of suggest that perhaps things are out of control for some folks.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, if you feel like it's out of control, it probably is. <laughs> I guess it should just say, it is out of control. <laughs> um, but that kind of leads me to another fear that people have and that kind of probably feeds into the fact that they are in debt, right? Is that they don't understand financial concepts and then there's this fear that they'll never be able to understand them, which further leads them to feel like they don't have control. Or their financial situation, and and I, I get why you would be afraid of not being able to understand, you know, important financial concepts. I mean, you think about things like investing, compound interest, amortization schedules, health savings accounts. Like these, all feel like these really. High-minded, complex, complicated topics sometimes, and along with that, a lot of the financial products and services themselves that stem from these different, you know, financial topics all come with their own set of unique jargon and words that almost seem like you're speaking a completely different language when you're talking about these things. Um, and a lot of times, you you feel like you're just expected to know these things, and that if you ask questions, you might feel like you're you're dumb or something like that. And so people don't seek out that information because they think they're already supposed to know it. But, you know, on the end, or maybe you just feel like you're not very good at math. And so the Uh thought of money, you know, as numbers just as this overwhelming topic just from that. Standpoint, Right. So there's a lot that can kind of play into this fear. And it's and it makes a lot of sense why people would be concerned about this or why finances would cause anxiety when you don't understand some of the basic terminology that's yeah. used with it. So
1: that's what this is all about. Right. We call it financial yeah. literacy or good money moves for a reason.
2: Exactly. That's exactly why we have this show, because people don't know. And the only way you will know is if somebody tells you. So that's why we're here telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, another really big fear that people have um, is that they're gonna lose their job, yep. right? And this is this can be at any age, as soon as you have a job and you're using it to pay any of your bills whatsoever, the thought of unemployment becomes really scary. Um, I mean, it's, it's really not, if you're not bringing in that steady stream of income, that's a really unnerving feeling, which is why it's probably such a common financial fear because yep. it can also happen at any time, and you uh, sometimes you won't even know that it's coming. I mean, you think about the last eighteen months or so alone, um, this fear was made a true reality for a lot of people um, overnight, almost.
1: Yeah. And, and a lot of those jobs just disappeared too. They're no longer here, and they may Ex- not come back.
2: Exactly, exactly. You know, and so that I, I would say that that fear is really understandable. You know, your job is where you get the money to feed your family and house them and pay your bills and more often than not that's also your source for your health care and any future retirement funds that you have so there's a lot that's wrapped up in your job besides just that paycheck um but I think more importantly, most people are just not financially prepared to really weather a job loss, right? So they don't have that emergency fund set aside. You know, They don't have that money saved. And and their general financial situation, which we just talked about a moment ago when we talked about debt, it's not a situation that's fully in their control. And so a job loss would just compound those issues further.
1: Yeah. You covered probably I, that one might be number one on the list, I think, for money concerns, the whole job loss part, especially as you mentioned, mm. what's happened during this pandemic to a lot of folks.
2: Yeah. And, oh, and absolutely. ongoing now
1: with this whole discussion of uh, vaccination mandates and some people who are unwilling to. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's front, yeah. And, front and center.
2: It it absolutely is. Yeah, absolutely. And we definitely are not back to where we were pre pandemic as far as employment is concerned. So yeah, this is probably a really big one for a lot of people still. Um, and very understandable why this would be a top financial fear. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, I kind of touched on this, um, at the very start of the program here, but another fear that we hear about a lot is having to talk about money with your partner right <laughs> money a lot of people are very afraid to have open and honest conversations yep. about this with their with their significant other i mean it can be a money is just a sore subject in relationships in general um, there's so many people that just feel embarrassed by talking about their finances with their partner, or they often have a fear about whether their spouse or partner will be supportive or even upset based on past financial choices they've made. Um, so there's, you know, then there's that fear of judgment or even rejection in some cases. I yeah. I know of a gal who was going to get married and then found out how much debt her partner was in and called off the wedding Wow! because she didn't want to be tied to that. So, I mean, there's a lot that can be tied up in that. It's a very, it's a very real fear. Um, So, but you know, we've, we talked about in past episodes, how you can really navigate some of these difficult financial conversations with your partner in previous episodes of the show. I mentioned earlier episode 96, but we also talked about it a little bit in episode 46 as well. Um, Just, you know, how do, you, how do you have those tough conversations and how do you be open and willing to listen? So if this is a, a fear that speaks to you, go back and listen to those episodes to get some better direction on how to have some of these scary or money conversations.
1: I, or I can quickly summarize it for you carefully. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Be very <laughs> careful. Very <laughs> careful. <laughs> All right. Jenna Tobel with the First Alliance Credit Union with us today for Good Money Moves. And we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
0: Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM.
1: This Halloween weekend is upon us, and uh, we're talking about fears on good money moves with Jenna Topple. Uh, Fears about money specifically, right, Jenna? Yes,
2: yes, very specifically.
1: (laughs) So um, what are some of the other top fears, I guess?
2: Yeah, um, so we've covered a lot of them already, but another really big one for people is the inability to Work due to illness or injury, right? So a little bit different than job loss, um, but also kind of along the same lines. So, and on the surface, this might seem like a little bit of an irrational fear, especially if you're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm young and healthy. I, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Well, you do actually. Yep. I'm not trying to make you more afraid, but just make you realize kind of where things are at. So research that was shared by the Social Social Security Administration showed that one in four people who are 20 years old today will be disabled before they reach the age of 67.
1: Yep, that rings true.
2: Yeah, so it's more likely to happen than you think. Um, And like I said, this fear is very similar to the job loss just because of the outcomes from it, but there are some nuances to this that, from that. So, I mean, it obviously is going to be very financially devastating if you or a family member have a severe illness or injury, right? Um, especially if you've, you know, even if you've planned or have some kind of short-term disability insurance in place, you might be able to cover your expenses for a short time, but the longer you're out of work, the more difficult things become. And in this situation, it becomes even more challenging to find work in a lot of cases, if you are able to. Um, You know, so it's, it's just challenging to think about the worst thing that could happen to you or someone you love, but when it comes to your finances, you really have to consider this and start preparing for the worst um, and start making some smart moves to cover yourself right. here. So, if you don't have that short-term disability insurance, you know I would get that for yourself or start that emergency fund if you haven't already, because it's, it's a it's a real reality um, for a lot of people and it can, and it can happen very unexpectedly.
1: You bet, a workplace accident, you name it. it- yeah. Yeah. Or just whiplash from a car crash.
2: Oh, exactly. Or, yeah, you end up with a cancer or you end up with, you know, any number of terrible illnesses that could befall you unexpectedly. Um, But uh, so... And to move on, because right. this is such a... <laughs> thing there is insurance.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so another really big fear, and we actually just talked about this um, a couple episodes ago, is not saving enough money for your children's college education. Um, And this is especially true for people who have put off saving for college for their kids. Um, They're probably starting to regret not starting an education fund when their child was little. Um, And in this case, your fear is probably more a sense of guilt (laughs) that you've somehow failed to provide for your child in some way versus some of the other fears that we've talked about so far. and you know we talked at length about you know options for saving and paying for your child's college in you know two recent episodes so if this is a really a big fear for you right now that you're experiencing i would definitely recommend going back and listening to those two episodes um there's saving and paying for college and the basics of student loans that we talked about um, a couple weeks ago so those would be really good ones for you to go back and listen to a lot of good information in there it might even help alleviate some of your fears just to know and have a little bit more information about that. Um, you know, another really big one for people is a fear of having to declare bankruptcy. It's a um, And those who have the fear of that they'll never get out of debt that we talked about first are most likely Um, have probably thought about this at some point as well so bankruptcy is a very scary process to go through and it can often feel like a personal failure so it's no wonder that people have fear and anxiety around this particular topic um And I think it's important to talk about, too, that, you know, while bankruptcy really dangles this notion that you have a clean slate if you go through this and you can get your finances back on track. And that's true to a degree, but it will also dramatically damage your credit score for several years and can take months to completely resolve. So... And there are certain types of debt that cannot be written off as part of a bankruptcy, like certain student loans, child support, al- alimony payments, taxes, things like that, that you can't write off. So if that's where your anxiety is coming from when it comes to your debt, then bankruptcy is not your option either. So just some things to think about. Um, another really big fear that we see a lot is around identity theft, yeah,
1: which- Yeah, this is, this is the one that freaks me
2: out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well, and it, it should but i mean don't <laughs> don't forget too much about it but you should be concerned and understand what's going on and it's really easy to get you know kind of anxious about this because there's all this constant news about data breaches that are happening so it's really not surprising that this is kind of in the top list of concerns that people have when it comes to their finances. Um, you know, and of course, that first time that you find some kind of suspicious activity on your credit card or something, you're going to wonder if your identity has been stolen too. Right. You know, I, I know I've had that situation Like, I don't remember making this payment. What is this? You know, and just going into full panic mode, but you know, if someone does assume your identity, you know, and it's you know, they can take control of your bank account. Your they can open new credit cards or car loans or lines of credit in your name. Um, and this is not only going to negatively impact your credit score and report, but the time and energy required to address the fraud um, situation can also feel like a full time job. I mean, it's a lot of work to to reclaim your identity. So um, this is definitely something you should be concerned about um, and make sure that you do take the proper steps to mitigate the risk to you. Um, that this could happen there's a lot of things you can do to to protect yourself from this thankfully which we did talk a lot about in previous episodes as well um, around identity theft and fraud and and spotting it so you don't fall victim so we've talked about that in episodes 21 22 41 i think there's maybe even a couple other ones in there um, that you can go back and listen to to really help prepare yourself and protect yourself from falling victim to that so and the last one I want to mention today, and I think this is probably of one of the top fears up there with not being able to ever get out of debt, and things like that, is running out of money in retirement, oh, yeah. right? It's not universal. being able to save enough. So. I mean, even if you've been a diligent saver and concentrate on your future during your working years, you might still be afraid of running out of money in retirement, right? Um, and if you haven't saved much for your golden years yet, you're probably very concerned about it, right? Um, you know, with life expectancies on the rise and nest eggs are largely unfunded, you have a really good reason to kind of be spooked about this. <laughs> In 2019, there was an analysis done by the Employee Benefits Research Institute, and they found that 41% of all U.S. households, where the breadwinner was anywhere from age 35 to 64 at the time, were projected to run short of money in retirement. Yikes. 41%. That's a lot. Um, So it's a very understandable fear to have. Very understandable.
1: I don't think I'm going to sleep well tonight, Jenna. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're talking about money fears on Good Money Moves. And uh, I I bet when we come back, we can talk about addressing those fears. Jenna Tobel is here with First Alliance Credit Union back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and
0: 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC and 96.9 FM. Talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tommel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back.
1: Or this is the spooky good money move session. All mm-hmm. well, scary. How's that? Not spooky. <laughs> talking about money fears. And Jenna, you listed off some pretty good ones. How, yeah. uh, how can we overcome some of these financial fears that we ha- all we all have?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, thinking about money definitely creates a lot of um, emotional responses that often lead to ultimately having some fear and anxiety when it comes to money. Um, So no matter which of the fears that we've talked about in the show so far, there is kind of some general set of steps that you can kind of take to help you really overcome and face some of your financial fears and there's there's really three main steps to, to kind of work on these. So the first step is to acknowledge the fear that you have. You have to first admit that you have a fear and it exists. Um, anytime you really acknowledge the problem, you can begin to, you know, work towards, um, resisting that fear and kind of building change and embracing some financial growth once you've acknowledged that fear Um, so if you really just take a moment to think about which of those situations caused you the most anxiety when we were talking about them right so just take a minute and just say it out loud i'm afraid of blank you know not being able to pay off my debt not saving enough retirement um, identity theft you know any of those things that we talked about earlier in the show if you Say it out loud so you can hear yourself say it. You've now owned that fear and acknowledged it. And that's step one is to give it a name, right? All right. Step two is a little bit more difficult. You now have to try to identify the root cause of your fear that you just acknowledged. And this is important because by understanding the why behind that fear, why you feel this way, you can start to take some action to change or eliminate that financial stressor altogether. So does your fear of money in the Situation above, you know, stem from societal pressure, a familial expectation, or some personal assumptions or expectations of yourself, right? So for instance, your fear might be tied to the behavior your parents modeled, or some kind of shame you feel over past financial mistakes. You know, whatever the cause, it's really crucial to get to the bottom of it, because, you know, it, it knowing it and then understanding it are two different things. And so it might actually be really helpful to talk about it with a trusted friend or even, you know, a professional therapist, if this is really a struggle for you and it's really holding you back. So because openly sharing these financial fears that you have can help you reduce the negative feelings that you have and hold towards money. Um, And you might be surprised to learn that many people share the same or similar financial concerns as you, um, which is always just kind of comforting to know you're not the only one. Even if it doesn't solve the problem, just knowing that there's other people out there just kind of gives you a sigh of relief sometimes. Um, but if talking about it with someone out loud is too overwhelming, then try journaling about your financial concerns, right? We talked about how to do that really effectively in episode 97, where we talked about kind of keeping a personal money journal and writing down some money reflections that you have yeah. And over the course of several weeks. It's a really good exercise to go through that can really kind of break, break down some of those mental barriers that are in place and kind of holding you back.
1: Yeah, and this would allow you to actually take steps to do something
2: yeah exactly which is the third and final step is once you've kind of figured out what your fear is and you have a clear understanding of it it's take action to overcome those money fears that you have, right? And this is where that importance of planning that I mentioned at the very start of the show comes in, right? Um, Because once you've acknowledged the fear and you have a clear understanding of the financial issue, that's the problem for you, you can start setting goals and creating a path forward away from this fear and into a more rewarding mental space. So the best way to start this process, no matter where you are, is to really Sit down and review your complete financial situation. Look at your debt, look at your income, your savings, all of it. Find those patterns of financial behavior that have been a driver of your fears to this point and really focus on shifting those habits specifically first and then create a budget to get yourself on track and start setting some financial goals to really help keep you focused. Um, so just to give you a quick example, and mind you, this is a very simplified version of what this would look like, but to give you an idea of how this structure really works. So step one is that acknowledge. So your fear is that you'll never get out of credit card debt because your balances seem to never go down. So that step two is identifying. If you have a habit of only making minimum payments on your credit card balances, because you're afraid of to make more than that on them because you won't have enough money left to do other things. So you've now identified this pattern of behavior. So your action from that is then to create a budget so that you'll have a better understanding of how much you can afford to put towards those credit cards while still ensuring that you have money left for other things. You So this process is straightforward, but it works.
1: I love that you led back to the magic pill of all this (sighs) budgeting.
2: Yes, uh, it's always the base <laughs> of our
1: conversation. Well, it is It is the base of, as we talked about the previous week, financial independence as well. Yeah. It's oh, crucial. Absolutely. It is the it key is. to almost everything. It is. And it as totally usual, is. I bet we could just keep going and going and going mm-hmm. talking about these fears and solutions to the fears, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: alas, we can't do that. So where can I go or anybody listening go to find out more about addressing our money fears?
2: Yeah, well, as always, I really strongly encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. I mentioned a lot of past episodes of this show. Um, You can go back and listen to them at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also make sure that you never miss an episode by subscribing to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasting service um, plus, you know, if you do visit firstallianceu.com, we have so many free financial tools out there that you can access and start using to set yourself on a better financial path. You know, we have a budgeting calculator and a budgeting worksheets. We have goal setting worksheets you can use. Um, debt consolidation calculators, debt organizing worksheets, all kinds of stuff out there to make uh, your financial journey a little less bumpy and a little bit more straightforward. Um, But of course, if you want a little bit more personalized support on this financial journey to overcoming your fears, then I would really suggest that you sit down with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They're there to help you get pointed in the right financial direction and really help you face those financial fears that you have.
1: And they're really cool people on top of that.
2: They so. are. So nice. <laughs> so nice and helpful.
1: All right, Jenna, thanks so much again. And yes. uh, we'll chat again next week about Good Money Moves. Absolutely. All right. That's Jenna Taubel with First Alliance Credit Union. Back next week, Good Money Moves on Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. from.